Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited. I'm seriously so excited that you're here because this is the very first episode that I've recorded after we passed 100,000 downloads of this podcast. Like, what? 100,000 downloads in four months of this show. Like, I am so incredibly grateful. I don't even know how to put it into words that doing something like this, when you, you know, the feeling when you're nervous and you're telling yourself, like, am I going to be good at this? Are people going to like this? Do I know the tech stuff? Am I going to screw something up? Are people going to be chugging their haterade and be like, you suck as a podcaster. Turns out some things I can't control. Like, of course, some people are going to chug their haterade. Of course, I'm going to record an episode and like forget to plug it in. Uh, That stuff happens. But when I know that you're resonating with it so much and you're tagging me on Instagram with your takeaways and sending me DMs and telling your girl friends and your teams and your coworkers and your mom, like, oh, it means the world to me. So thank you so much for your support. I'm so, so grateful for you. And I will tell you, I wanted to talk about this topic today because with the podcast taking off like it has, it's of course adding more to my plate in terms of interviews and writing content and connecting with people. And of course, you know, girl, I am all up in your DMs if you're tagging this on Instagram stories or if you're messaging me with your takeaways because I want to say thank you. I'm doing this for us. I love hearing your takeaways. So please keep doing that. But honestly, it does add more to my plate, right? It's increasing workload. I'm not complaining. Hell no. I'm just saying I've got to be intentional, right? I do have a large network marketing business that I'm running as well. And I've been thinking a ton about How is it that I'm adding more to my plate, but I'm not feeling drained? And I think it's a lot around boundaries and priorities and honestly saying no to things that deep down don't feel like a hell yes in order to have time and bandwidth and energy to do the things that actually make me excited and fulfilled. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way or maybe you're right now like, Keisha, I hear you. I am feeling this way now where you're like, I don't know what to say yes to because maybe your priorities aren't clear right now or you're moving into a different transitioning like season of life or starting something new. Or maybe you are in that season where you feel guilt toward saying no because you don't want to let someone down or you don't want them to think something of you. Or maybe you're like, Oh, I have so many things that I want to do, but I don't even know how to fit this all in. Where am I going to get extra hours in the day? And if that's you, I want to say, girl, I hear you loud and clear. And I want to share with you today a couple of tangible tips that might help because you know I'm all about taking action toward building lives that we really freaking love, right? That's the whole premise of the podcast. But these things have helped me and maybe they'll help you. So let's dive into a couple of things here. Number one, 
This is just a simple question to ask yourself. What are my actual priorities? And more than that, are they on your calendar? Right? So I know often we can say, you know, my relationship, my family, my health, those are my priorities. But if you were to actually say that, and I was with you and we're having coffee, you know, because that's how I always think about it. I'm like, we're just sitting across the table having coffee, even though I'm by myself in a room in downtown San Diego with my dog, but pretend, okay? We're sitting across from each other. And I was like, all right, girl, pull out your planner and you send me your planner. Are your priorities going to be reflected on your calendar in your planner? Like you say that your relationship's a priority, but where the heck is your date night on your calendar? You say that your health's a priority. Well, when are your workouts happening? right? You say that your family is a priority. Well, when are you unplugged being present with your family, right? And I don't mean to say that to be like, oh, this is what you should do. I'm telling you because I'm in it with you, right? I have to gut check myself. It's like, we can't say it's a priority if we don't have a plan for it. Because if we fail to make a plan, then we're planning to fail, honestly, right? If we don't have it on our calendar, it's probably not going to happen. And, and truthfully, Maybe one week of not showing up for your health or your workouts or your relationship. It's not going to do that much, but it's building a habit and it's setting a standard that you're okay with, that I'm okay with, because those weeks turn into months and those months turn into years. And all of a sudden we can be sitting there 20 pounds overweight, hating our job or our career path, feeling annoyed as F with our significant other because we haven't had time with them on the borderline of getting a divorce or ending a relationship or wanting to throw Legos at our kids. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know where that one came from. I don't have any kids and I don't know what it's like to be a mom, but something about like thinking of a mom that has toddlers, I just picture a lot of like Legos flying everywhere. So I digress on the Lego thing. Point is, if it's not on your calendar, it's probably not happening, right? So I have to sit down, especially during different seasons of life or transition or like something new getting added to my plate like it was with the podcast. I've got to sit down and I've just got to arrange my priorities. And I do that with my boyfriend, Cena because his buy-in on my priorities as my roommate too is really important to me and I value his opinion. So we sit down and we kind of look at our priorities. For me, number one, my priority is myself, right? Which includes my health, my happiness, my sleep and my workouts, my fulfillment, all the things that I need to do to be a full, complete, happy person. I'm number one. Some people won't agree with that. I'm not saying what yours should be. I'm just telling you what mine are. Number two is my relationship with Sina, my boyfriend of 10 years. That's number two. And that actually does come after me. So when I'm mapping out my calendar, we're going to talk about this in a second of how I actually do this. But when I'm mapping it out, my number one does come before my number two, right? Which means I'm putting myself before him, not because I don't care about him, but because I know that me being the best version of me is going to only impact our relationship in a really meaningful way, right? Number three is a very small group of girlfriends and family members, honestly. And it's crazy because the older that you get, the more you kind of start to realize, at least for me, the people that really, really matter to you. And they all of a sudden just become so much more important when life gets crazier or when you've got tons of goals and all the things that you're doing. I really value the people that 
I can feel myself with, that I feel add value to my life with their perspective and their humor or their excitement towards life or whatever it may be. So that handful of people that's number three priority is actually a lot smaller now as a 29-year-old than it was as a 19-year-old, right? Number four for me right now is my personal business, right? Which is with partnering with Beachbody, my network marketing business. And specifically within that business is actually a couple of subsections of the business, which I'm going to talk about in a second, in terms of highest priority within that umbrella of business. So for you, for example, if your priority is your career path, well, you can say career, but within the career path, say you're managing a team. I'm guessing that your team leads because they are, you know, going to be managing the rest of your team are more important to make sure that you're developing relationships and keeping them up to you know speed with what's going on than necessarily the brand new intern that was hired if you're not directly working with the intern, right? It just kind of depends on where you're at in your career. And then number five for me is a passion project, this podcast, right? I'm not earning income off of this podcast, but my number four priority, my actual business, I am earning income off of. So that's important when categorizing my priorities. Not that income is the driver, but obviously you got to pay your bills, right? And for me, this podcast is number five, which means it actually comes before number six, which is everything else, which means that is all the other extra fluff that sometimes feels like I might want to say yes to it, but if it's not in line with my priorities, it might be a no if other things come first. And of course, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get to number six stuff that really doesn't fall necessarily in line with my priorities, but I have to have a priority list. Otherwise, I will squirrel or I will feel so conflicted. I'll feel guilt around what I'm saying yes to. I'll feel overwhelmed. I'll feel burnt down. I'll feel unbalanced. I'll feel like something's, I mean, something has to give when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else, which is totally fine. But if you prioritize it, you feel like you're in control. And if you're an Enneagram seven girl, you gotta prioritize. Otherwise you are probably squirreling and starting all sorts of things and like building all these things and not finishing stuff, right? I'm an Enneagram seven, so I can speak to you. And disclaimer right there. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, You need to head over to iTunes. You need to scroll down and find the interview that I did with Sarah Jane Case, who is an Enneagram expert, talking all about this personality test. I'm so obsessed with it. It has helped me in my life in such a meaningful way with some important relationships in my life, with my team, with just important people. So check it out. And then, I mean, while you're over there, you're already in iTunes, feel free to scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a review on this podcast. That would be awesome because apparently reviews help with searchability. Not the point. Back to my point. I write out my priorities. Okay. So step one right here within this first tip is what are your priorities? They're not going to be the same as mine, right? Unless you're a podcaster who also has a network marketing business, who also is in a long-term relationship and wants to put yourself as number one on your priority. Okay. Then maybe, but highly unlikely. You might have something that's higher priority than you. Maybe it's your relationship with God. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your um, your tur- whatever, right? There's so many different things that could be on your priority list. You write down yours that matter to you, regardless of what anyone else thinks about it. It's what matters to you. Then once you've got that list, you can schedule them. So let's talk about that part. If I'm number one on my priority list, 
then I have to schedule the things that are going to make me feel like the most full, complete, happy person that I possibly can because I'm number one on my list. So I know that I need to work out to move my body. I particularly like to follow a program, which is why I run virtual boot camps, which is why I love Beachbody streaming workouts, because I love to follow a program where I don't have to think about what I'm going to do. I can't go to the gym and like think about what I want to do. I also don't necessarily love going to classes where I don't get to pick the time. I like randomly going to classes when I feel like it, but I love getting to control my schedule, which is why these types of workouts work really well for me. You know you and you know what works best for you. And what makes you a happy, complete, full person. So for me, I schedule my workouts and I like to work out in the morning. So every single morning I'm asking myself, what time do I need to be getting up so that my boyfriend Cena and I can work out together and make sure that he gets to work on time? Yada, yada. I won't give you all the details of it, but point blank, I schedule it. I have a hard stop time for when I need to go to bed because I value my sleep. I have unplugged time scheduled on my calendar where I'm unavailable to anyone, unless you're in that very small circle of people. And sometimes I'm even unavailable for those people, right? I schedule self-care. That's so important to me. I schedule date nights. I schedule girlfriend time. I schedule the things that make me feel the happiest, whatever I need. I'm scheduling my own personal growth. Like when am I going to listen to a podcast every single day? Or when am I going to listen to a book? Or what type of book am I going to be listening to? I'm really, really intentional about that. And then number two, with my relationship with Sina, I have to schedule date night. We actually um, developed a nighttime routine that we learned from another podcast that we've listened to with Chris and Lori Harder, um, where they do a nighttime walk with their dog. And that kind of signifies the end of their day. And we started doing this when we moved to San Diego about seven months ago, back in um, July of this year. And every night we take our dog Lizzie on a walk And we just talk about our day and we're unplugged. I don't even have my phone. I'm unavailable to everyone except for Lizzie and Sina. And it's been a really helpful way for us to unplug and really connect with each other. And then of course we have our morning time that we work out before we part ways for the day. So that's been really important for us as well as date nights because Sina is my number two priority and my relationship with him is. And then like I said, number three, a small handful of girlfriends or family members. So for me... I think about a few of my closest girlfriends and why I've been able to maintain such strong relationships regardless of where I've lived geographically. I'm from the greater Seattle area. I lived in New York for years and now I'm in San Diego. So I actually don't live next to some of my very, very best friends. So I have to get really intentional to schedule calls with them like they are meetings. For example, my best friend Jackie lives in Seattle and I live in San Diego. And at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Mondays, every single week, I know that I'm talking to her because we've scheduled it like it's an appointment. When I moved to New York, one of my best friends, Jess, and I always talk on Wednesdays. There was just this very structured regimen to it, which kept me consistent with honoring my priority of this small handful of girlfriends. I call my grandma every single week. Literally, she's on my speed dial. She's like my favorite person. So that being said, honor your priorities by scheduling them. And even if that means your girlfriends or your family members, the people that are important to you, of course, those relationships are going to fade if you don't put them on your calendar like they're important to you. And then, like I said, with number four, for me is my business. For you might be your business too, or maybe it's your career. 
And it's really important that, of course, you're showing up to work. So that makes it a little bit easier to schedule it if you have a boss. But if you don't have a boss, how are you prioritizing the things that are actually going to build your business and making those the highest priority and the things that are business related, not as high of a priority, right? So it's really easy if you're an entrepreneur, I'll speak to the entrepreneur for a second here. It's really easy to get caught up in things that are related to building your business. But what are the income producing activities that are actually going to move the needle for you? And are those prioritized and scheduled on your calendar like they're an appointment with your boss? Because girl, you're your boss, right? Even if this is a side business for you, maybe you have a side business that you're building in addition to your full-time career. Same rules apply, right? It's on your priority list and you're scheduling the things that are going to move the needle forward. And then for me is this podcast. And maybe for you, you have another passion project or you have a blog that you're writing or a book that you're writing or certain types of events that you're coordinating or whatever it is for you, your church events that you're attending, then that needs to be scheduled, obviously. And then number six is everything else. And that doesn't get scheduled. The most important, highest priority things get scheduled on my calendar. And then those things don't move. Everything else has to fit into those priorities. And I'm okay with saying no because I have a plan, right? And what's cool about having it mapped out like that, which sounds really like OCD type A, but honestly, it gives you an opportunity to figure out what else you need in terms of resources to honor those priorities. Do you need time? Do you need a sitter? Do you need buy-in from a significant other, from a best friend? I mean, obviously, if you're going to try and schedule a call to talk to one of your best friends, you need buy-in from them. So you got to have a plan so that people can get on board. Or maybe you just need accountability. So if someone knows what your game plan is, it's easier for them to help support you in your growth and in honoring your own priorities, right? If they know what they are. And honestly, it sets these really clear boundaries. And I think sometimes, myself included, we can get upset about people that overstep boundaries, but we forgot that we didn't actually tell them what the boundaries were, right? Like if we're answering text messages all the time and people expect that we're always constantly available, but then we're annoyed that we have to constantly be available, it's like, well, just don't answer. What do you mean? Like if you communicate the boundaries, people are so much more likely to get on board when you communicate why it matters to you and that you're trying to get really intentional with your priorities, right? And then the second tip on that is really simple. Get to the point with whatever it feels like for you and whatever matters to you most. If it's not a hell yes, it's got to be a no, right? Of course, some things are unsexy and not as fun. Like you can't just like not do the dishes if that's your dish, you know, if you need to do your dishes because otherwise they're going to pile up and you're going to get like fruit flies and like mold or uh, I don't even want to play that out. But I mean with big life choices or I mean with things that take away your bandwidth, you do not have to say yes just because you were invited. You can decline because what also happens if you catch yourself saying yes to all of these things that you don't actually want to be at is you're building up resentment. And one day, like I mentioned before, that week of doing that, that month of doing that turns into years that you've actually been living your life in accordance to everyone else's plan for your life. And you're not even happy and you're not fulfilled. And guess what? Not only Does that hold you back from living a life that you're obsessed with? But it affects everyone around you if you're not happy. And if you were able to honor your priorities and you were able to say no, if it's not a hell yes, guess what happens? 
you free up creative space to step into what your purpose is here. And even if you're like, oh my gosh, Kate, don't talk about purpose. Don't talk about passion. I don't know what mine is. Well, guess how you're definitely not going to figure it out if you don't even have time. You don't even have time to be creative because you're running from point A to point B every damn day. You're saying yes to Sally's birthday party and yes to Susie's engagement party and you're going to all the baby showers and you're doing all the things and you didn't say no. You didn't say, hey, what's your registry? Can I send you a gift? I have to honor my priorities and I need to be with my kids today. I'm sorry that I'm not there, but this is important to me, right? It takes courage, Confidence that's built over consistency of honoring your priorities. And honestly, people respect that. And if they don't, the true question, do you really want the people that don't honor and respect your priorities in your life? Are you living a life that you're excited about? And if you're not, are you blaming lack of time when you're the one that's saying yes to things that actually feel like a no? I heard a quote once that I love that I want to leave you with. And I don't even know where I heard this, but it says, your reputation is not your responsibility. Your character is. And if it feels good to be you, you're going to do things that are in line with your character, which means if you're saying yes to things that don't make you excited, if you don't know what your priorities are, or if you know what your priorities are, but your schedule doesn't reflect your priorities, you're going to feel so conflicted and hot mess express. And if you're so damn worried about your reputation, remember, that's what other people think of you, not what you think of you. And you are way too damn smart to be the only thing standing in your way from living a life that you're really freaking obsessed with. This I know for sure. So please, I'm asking you, girl, check those priorities, schedule them. And get real damn comfortable with the fact that if it's not a hell yes, sometimes it's got to be a no. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to the people around you that deserve the best version of you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on this journey with me. Holy crap, we're doing the damn thing. And I'm so freaking excited. Until next time, girl, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.